You know what's crazy is I was that guy, like coming up before the UFC, I used to smoke like before every session, like everything I did, sparring included, and for some reason. Download the All-Star app. Make your picks for UFC fights, challenge your friends, level up and win prizes. Link in description. Get it now. All right, Brian. Um, this is what I wanted to start with, man. Today's 420. Well, it's 420 for you, 421 for me. And people are going crazy about this Twitter shit, like this verification badge of the debacle of 2023, you know, on the, the most glorious day of for weed smokers. What are your thoughts on what's what's going on with that? I don't know. I mean, I, I honestly haven't been following too much about why that happened, but I saw like the blue check marks kind of went away. I don't know who was in charge of that, but um you know, uh, but as far as like 420 goes, typically, normally I'd be celebrating a little bit, but I got my fights coming up a little close. So I'm keeping it, uh, I'm keeping it sober for now. Is that what you usually do? Do you like, like, do you ever participate in that during a fight camp or is that something you switched up recently? Yeah, you know, um, I've always been like a here and there type of smoker, like not like a crazy heavy smoker, like all day, you know, but like once in a while, I actually like to smoke like before, like a running, uh, running outside or, you know, uh, like maybe some pad work or something like that. Uh, I tend to get like in the zone a little bit, but uh, it's just been a while since, um, since I've smoked just because like sometimes it can induce anxiety or, or nervousness, stuff like that. So that kind of pushes me away from it. And so... It's just been like three months, four months since I've smoked just because of that reason, just because I don't really, I don't really need it essentially. But uh, once in a while, it's nice to spice things up. Of course, man. I've seen fighters, man, just being around gyms and just being around the sport. Some fighters, man, I've seen, I'm not going to name any, but they smoke all day. Like, oh yeah, I, I wouldn't doubt it. I mean, if, if it doesn't bring you any anxiety or anything like that, then it's definitely beneficial for, you know, recovery, uh, just relaxing the mind, you know, like the muscles and stuff like that at night. And even just like I was saying, like creativity wise, I like it a lot for that aspect. But hard sparring, man, like I, I, they're like they're heavy smokers and they're going into like hard sparks. That shit's like just you know stoned out their mind. I'm just like, how are you doing that? You know what's crazy is I was that guy, like coming up before the UFC, I used to smoke like before every session, like everything I did, sparring included. And for some reason, I'll tell you from experience, like I've always had a good like 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 uh, focus and a good like um, creative uh, mindset, even sparring high, like with that danger factor involved. Like, I don't know what it was, but it would always heighten my creativity and my focus during those moments. I guess it was beneficial for me for a while, but I did, you know, have like some, some negative episodes. I'm sure everybody does where you get a little too high and it's kind of like that pushes me away from it. You know, <laughs> yeah. I don't want to feel that. <laughs> everybody's had those if you smoked before you had those little too high you know episodes yeah. you know but it's all good you know what I mean? you live it you learn um yeah april 29th man you're back in vegas you're taking on a uh, journey newsom do you see this as a evenly matched fight or do you feel like this dude he's the underdog i'm the favorite that's that's how it is no, I, I don't look at it like that, especially coming off two losses. You know, uh, you know, I'm very respectful about opponents in the UFC because everybody's dangerous. You know, everybody presents different style, different problems. Uh, and I think he's coming off of a loss or two himself. So we're both hungry. I kind of look at it more of like who's hungrier to, to stay, you know, to keep their spot uh, for me. 
you know, coming off two losses is always a scary thing. It comes with a lot of pressure, but also is a big motivator with my back against the wall to just go in there and uh, display, you know, my best potential. From a stylistic standpoint, what do you see in this matchup? I honestly see pure excitement. You know, I think the UFC sees two guys that kind of throw heavy leather. Um, you know, he doesn't seem like a guy that really, like, forces to the takedown or, or kind of holds you down type style. He likes to throw some fancy kicks and stuff like that, uh, some big overhands and big hooks. But uh, for me, you know, I think forward pressure and uh, volume is going to be a key factor in this fight. Yeah, it seems like whenever he's matched up with a guy that is, like you said, going to throw some leather, it becomes an exciting fight. He kind of becomes that killer be killed style. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I don't think, you know, even with that said, I haven't seen him really shoot too many panic takedowns. He kind of embraces that kind of fight. So I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, well, you know, if you're if you're known to throw leather, you know, you don't want the guy that's facing you to panic takedowns, right? Because that kind of like breaks up the, yeah. I guess, the, 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 what is it, the flow of like what you're doing when, when you're in the, when you're in the flow. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, you know, it, you can't headhunt per se, but you got to be calculated about those power shots. And I think, you know, in this fight, I, I do kind of have like a, a gut feeling that like he may try to wrestle me just a little bit, just because I think if I do start to put that forward pressure and the volume on him and he feels my power, like, you know, he trains with Ricky Simone. I fought him and he kind of out grappled me. And I think sometimes guys look for that MMA math type thing where they're like, oh, I saw that you had success there. So let me try to do the same thing. Uh, so it might be something in the back of his mind. I just haven't seen it too much of it from him. But every fight's different. Definitely, definitely, man. You got to be ready for everything. How much do you think experience plays into how fights play out, especially in the UFC? Yeah, I think experience is huge, you know, not 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 uh not just because I know I have a lot more experience than him, but just in general like experience is like a tool that isn't really gauged by fans or by people too much that analyze the sport. Uh, but, you know, if you really go deep into it, you notice that, like, a guy who has been in there with, with way better, tougher competition or who has had more fights in, in the big leagues under those bright lights, like, sometimes they can hone in and, and, and stay calm under pressure a little bit easier than someone who hasn't had that much experience. And in the fight, that could play a big role where maybe things aren't going well for that person and they fold versus, you know, they've been there before and they kind of know how to work their way out of it. When you're inside the, the octagon, right, and, and you do have a lot of experience of, like, being in different positions in different areas of the octagon, is there something to that as well? You know what I mean? You get flashbacks of certain fights during a fight, and you know what to do just off, like, uh, just, na you know, I guess naturally just know what to do in that position at that stage. Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, if you've been through it, then you can kind of bring yourself back there and say, hey, this happened before. You know, it's kind of hard to think clear thoughts in a fight. But I will say, like, for myself, like, I've never been cut, like, bloody in fights, you know, throughout my whole career until, you know, like, two fights ago. So that was a new experience for me. Uh, the first time I was cut by, by Ricky Simone, it was like a brand new feeling for me, and it, and it threw me off. But then in a fight after that with Kevin Crow, he cut me as well. And I remember in that fight, I was thinking... Okay, I felt this. I know what this is. It's nothing. Don't worry about it. Keep fighting. It's just, you know, it's just liquid pouring down. Like, it's not going to do anything. Like, you got to keep your focus and, and maintain that vision and keep going. Yeah, you do sometimes see fighters when they do get cut, they start touching it a lot. Yeah, yeah, I was doing that a lot. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and it's almost like a, like a, like it could make it worse because it's a cut. You know what I mean? It could rip open just by touching it. Yeah. 
not even that. I, I, I watched that fight back and I kept wiping, wiping and looking. And the whole time I was doing that, he was, he was out positioning me and out grappling me. And I'm thinking I got completely distracted by that and I lost focus, you know, and you got to be present in there at all times. 10 months, man, for you between fights, you know, how were you physically after the last fight against Mario Batista? Oh, I mean, that was a quick finish. Like, I was completely fine physically. I would say it's more of the mental aspect of things. I've been working on the mental side, you know, and uh, just trying to, uh, uh, you know, talk to a sports psychologist, make sure I got my mind right going into this fight. This is a really important fight. Uh, but sometimes, you know, you go into these fights and for whatever reason, you don't feel like yourself in that moment at, at the worst time possible to feel off like you feel off. And I'm sure it's happened to multiple fighters, but... Uh, for me, I had to figure out what that is, why that is, and uh, and move forward and fix that. Are you using someone out of the PI? Because I've noticed that fighters are using people like sports psychologists from the PI now, and it's completely free. So why would you not take advantage of it? Yeah, yeah. So Micah uh, is his name over there at the PI. I've been utilizing him uh, this camp, you know, helping me out, uh, just kind of be present and uh, focus on the right things especially utilizing tools like that leading up to my fight that way i kind of carry those into the cage with me yeah that's so that's so see that's a major perk right there right because those oh, yeah. sports psychologists are not cheap man people no they're not, no, not <laughs> yeah no no I'm, I'm grateful that they have that outlet for us to kind of utilize uh, I, I'll be honest, I think I should have been doing that for a lot longer and a lot more uh, frequent, but uh, it's just kind of like you get stubborn and you think like, oh, I've, I've had 34 pro fights. Like I've been in the U.S. I'm good. Like, you know, I just got to get my mind right and, and, and change it and turn it around. But sometimes you need someone else to kind of give you, you know, a professional to give you some tools to to center yourself and figure out like what went wrong and how to how to misdirect that. Outside of, you know, getting your mind right, you know, of course, you got to get your training right as well. You know, did you did you do anything outside of the ordinary before you actually get into a, this training camp? No, see, that aspect of things, I, I feel like I don't really need to change too much. I've always had hard work ethic and I feel like I've always with with the experience side of things i feel like i've always known how to peak for fights you know and how to kind of slowly go like this in my training and up the intensity when to do that and whatnot uh my diet's always you know fairly clean i'd say 85 percent of the time i'm eating clean even outside of camp so like that's always dialed in and uh you know i do little i make little changes i've been training at uh jason rouse uh he, jiu-jitsu gym is called vanguard he's a very high level instructor i've you know been seeing new bodies over there uh and he's a, he's a great teacher high level black belt so uh that's been great otherwise i've just been with my my mma team at long island mma just grinding with these young hungry guys is uh bermuda still training with you guys in there from time to time I'll see him once in a while, but he's not really, he's not like training full time or he's not very active. Like he'll stop in once in a while and teach a little bit, but he doesn't really get in there and get involved too much. Did you ever get antsy, man, before you signed this contract? Because it's been a while. You know, every time I sign for a fight, I always feel a little bit of nerves. It's like real at that moment. Like, all right, we're going to do this. But I didn't. I wasn't feeling like too antsy. Honestly, I was. I was thinking I was gonna fight a lot sooner. I was in the gym for quite some time, which can be a negative. Sometimes you could burn out, so I had to be careful with that because I tend to want to train hard every session, which is not ideal, you know. Uh, so I was waiting. You know, like I would say, like four or five months ago, I was thinking, okay, something's coming, something's coming. It kept getting delayed. I kept waiting, waiting, waiting. Finally, this came up. 
And, uh, and I will say it's the last fight on my deal. So uh, that's a big, you know, big thing for me. Uh, I got to go in there and make a statement for sure. The holidays came and went. Did you get to step away, you know, from from the sport a little bit? Because I think sometimes that's important as well. Oh, yeah. For balance reasons, that's a huge thing. Uh, I definitely got to enjoy a little bit of Thanksgiving, Christmas, stuff like that. Uh, I will say it, it, it's always in the back of my mind. You know, I thought come like, you know, after Thanksgiving, I thought like, OK, I'm about to go into a camp, you know, like. But I, uh, I didn't hear anything for a while, but I still was thinking I could. And with the last fight on my deal, like, I can't be that guy that's like, oh, no, I I'm not ready. You know, I need time. Like, I got to be ready at all times. So I was training hard throughout those times, but I was kind of eating a little bit of what I want, enjoying myself on those, you know, those holiday nights. But then I get right back to work the next day. So uh, it was nice to kind of have that and kind of uh, balance it out a little bit with my family. But you've always been a guy that kind of jumped on opportunities, man, like even on short notice. So I don't think they would ever doubt you if, you know what I mean, if you said, uh, you know, I might need a little bit of time. Yeah, no, I think the UFC definitely appreciates that. They remember that. And I think that, you know, when it comes time like this, where it, it's a very important fight for you, uh, your last fight on the deal, they kind of, you know, they give you a little bit of sympathy, like, hey, like, you've done things for us, like, we're going to give you a full camp for this fight. So I kind of thought that was going to be the case, but I just thought it was going to come a lot earlier. So what's your expectations in this one coming up? You know, honestly, <clears throat> this fight's all about me. Uh, honestly, I think it's me versus me. And it's just, I got to go in there and, and pull the trigger. And no matter what happens, that's the most important thing is that I go in there and I leave everything, my heart and soul, like on the table, you know, all my cards on the table because this is, you know, this is honestly do or die for me. So uh, where I'm at in my career, it's like very important to me to just perform to the best of my ability because I know that there's been fights that I have not done that and it's hard to forgive yourself for that because you can't go back and change it and for whatever reason you know those things happen but uh I gotta get get it right and make it right this time was that the same kind of mentality that you had earlier in your career when you're when you lost back to back and you came back and and, and finished Ode Osborne you know what I mean how did you handle that part of your career yeah, exactly. So it kind of feels like deja vu for that exact moment because I was in the same exact place at that time. And I just remember this this feeling of uh, just this calm aura that came over me right before that fight. Just kind of like I knew I was going to go in there and do everything I had to do. And that's all that matters. Everything else is out of my control, you know, but what's in my control, I could effort and, and attitude, you know, those are two things that I have to control and focus on and leave all of that in the cage. And I know if I do that, like my potential is, is very high, you know, and I, I just feel like there's been fights where like, I haven't, I haven't pulled that trigger for whatever reason. And I, I had to face defeat because of that. And then, you know, reflect on it after. And it's like, I don't want to feel that anymore. You know, that's the worst feeling in the world. It's okay to lose a fight where you know you left everything. Like a Cody Samen fight, for example. I, I, I tried my hardest to get that victory. I had a great fight. He just out, you know, pointed me on the cards. Uh, but some of these other fights I've been finished in, uh, you know, I know the truth. Uh, other people might not know. It's just, you can't really give excuses. It just, it is what it is. I got to go and erase it with a victory. You know, you mentioned that this is your last fight on your contract. And, you know, the UFC is doing that now more with fighters. It's just like letting them fight their contracts out. It doesn't really mean anything, to be honest with you. Um, but even with a win, you know, I mean, free agency is going to be there. Is that something that crosses your mind? 
Yeah, I mean, you know, it, it's like one of those things where part of me wants to kind of plan for that potential free agency happening. The other part of me wants to say, no, my life ends on the 29th and I'm going in, I'm winning and I'm re-signing that deal because I do love the UFC and, I, and I, I'm a company guy and I've stepped up short notice. I've fought, you know, one day replacements when I had to and stuff like that. So I, I want to stay with the UFC, but I do know it's a potential that I have to renegotiate with another company after. And if that happens, you want to do that off of a win anyways, you know, so. Man, your strength of schedule it's pretty insane. Let's just put it that way, man. The, who you fought in the last couple of years is really, really high level. You know, you see some guys in the UFC, they kind of just fight like the prospects and, and guys that are like in the middle of the division. But man, do you look back at it sometimes? You're just like, man, I've fought some killers, man. You know what? I'm pretty hard on myself. And sometimes I forget, you know, the accomplishments that I've made. Uh, sometimes that could be good and bad. But sometimes my mom has to come in and tell me like, Brian, you know, like, like she's the one that's proud of everything I do, you know. So she comes in sometimes and reminds me like, Brian, look at who you fought. You know, like, look at all these guys. You know, my parents are huge fans of the sport. So, like, you know, they'll go down the list. Like, John Lineker and Simon and, and Stamen and Burrell and all these guys. Like, and I'm like, wow, you know, like, it, yeah, that's true. Like, I really have fought, like, the who's who in the sport. Like, a lot of killers, you know, a lot of high-level guys, top 10 guys. And, uh, and it is, it, it's something to be proud of. But, you know, as a fighter, you're always like, well, what's next? You know, so it's like you're always looking forward. But you know what, man? April 29th, you're back in action in Las Vegas. Everybody go into descriptions, download the All-Star app. Brian, thank you so much, man, for taking the time today and uh, all the best in the fight. And, yeah, man, get get a, you know, a fat, fat bonus check. Get a fat contract. Get that. everything fat. You know what I mean? Get fat after yeah, the fight. Yeah. <laughs> everything is fat, including myself after the fight. Let's go, baby. <laughs>